This Organized Chaos podcast is brought to you by Gems Art Studio. Gems Art Studio is an online store that allows access to prints that you can use for most anything, obviously as just a picture, or as a wallpaper, or as a bookmark, or anything you can think of. You can find Gems Art Studio at etsy.com slash shop slash Gems Art Studio. This podcast is also brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Organized Chaos Podcast. I am Bobby Quarters, with always is Bob. Hey. How are you today, bud? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Oh, not so bad. We got a lot on the show today. Yeah, no uh, technical we're gonna be issues, talking... which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no fumbles at the finish line at all. Uh, we're uh, we're going to be talking about the Green Knight, and we also are going to be uh, exploring some more great cinema trash within Tommy Wiseau's uh, film from <laughs> 2003, The Room. Ooh. And, uh, and of course, we also have Bob's uh, Soapbox, and we're also going to talk a little bit about the Ghostbusters trailer. Ooh. So, without any uh, further ado, I'm going to throw it over to Bob, and he's going to talk to you about the Green Knight. Yes. I, I had an interesting history with this movie, because I remember a long time ago, uh, I believe it was a Christmas visit, we used to travel by car from Avon Lake to Florida. And I remember one time, getting home, it was like the middle of the night, my parents passed out, and of course I stayed up late and watched old movies on TV, because that's what you do when you're a kid that age up that late. Yeah. And I I had this vision of my head of like this type of story from this movie, except it was Sean Connery painted green as the Green Knight. I had this clear vision in my head. And of course I bring this up to my daughter after we come out of the movie theater, and she Googles it, and this is an absolute thing. That totally existed. Uh, it looked... Uh, did I get grab a picture of it? It looked so cheesy. Uh, here we go. Yes, there's Sean Connery in his green knight armor uh, with with a belly exposed for some reason. He's not even in great shape in that photo, so... Uh, well, I mean, I he, guess. he's not, yeah, he's not in as great shape as he was uh, in that uh, Red Speedo shot. Oh, but uh, Zardas, yes. I, yes, Zardas. I, I don't have a preview of that available, but if you have a chance to ever Google it and you're listening to this, go ahead and, you'll never forget that you, image. You you'll never, that <laughs> yeah, will get you won't burned in it. your retinas. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, Gosh, look at him. As for a, a remake of a, a Sean Connery movie from the 80s, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is a vast improvement. Uh, here, I'll go ahead and bring up the Green Knight from this one. It's not just some Sean Connery paint in green, though, so, you know, there's there's that. Well, so you're saying that this is a remake of an 80s film that works. What? <laughs> But uh, yes, the Green Knight here, he's actually kind of a, a tree, and uh, essentially things grow around him, which is much cooler than Sean Connery painted in green with lead armor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, it's it's crazy, right? But uh, yeah. uh, how much do you know about this story? Um, I'm going to assume it's like a Arthridian, probably deals with like, you know, Knights of the Round Table 
it, it, it's one per night in particular. Ish. But yeah, I mean, Arthur's there. He has kind of a prominent role, especially at the beginning. Uh, essentially, it okay. starts with the you you have a, a meeting of the round table. They're all at dinner for Christmas, I believe. 99% sure it's Christmas. And you have all the knights and Arthur and Guinevere are there. Uh, Merlin's there. And then the Green Knight walks in. He says, I have a challenge for you guys. Um, I challenge one of your bravest knights to one-on-one -on -one combat. And what, and, you know, essentially, if I survive this, whatever your knight does to me, next year, he has to come visit me, and I'll do the same to him. You know, and that's just kind of the challenge. Okay. So, Gawain, who's just a young guy, played by uh, Dev Patel. I'm sure I'm slaughtering it. It looks like Dev Patel. Uh, but uh, he takes up this challenge, and uh, as soon as he enters, uh, Arthur hands him a sword. Uh, the name of Arthur and Merlin and Guinevere, they're never said. They're just king and queen here, but it's an Arthurian story, so I was kind of just filling in names. <laughs> it, it's obvious. But yeah, uh, Arthur <laughs> hands him a sword, and of course I'm going to assume that's Excalibur, not established. Uh, so uh, Gawain enters the, the battle against the Green Knight. The Green Knight almost instantly puts down his axe, kneels, and exposes his neck to Gawain. And, of course, being the person I am, my thought is, okay, just I'll go up there, tap him on the shoulder, say I win. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, it's a moral tale. So, Gawain goes, okay. Takes his sword, cuts off the Green Knight's head. And then, the Green Knight stands up, picks up his head, says, see you next year, and walks out. <laughs> does he ask him if it's a, does he say it's just a flesh wound? <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, uh, yes, I actually, if you want to see the old 80s version of that scene, I got it right here. Oh, yes, please. There it is. It looks so good. <laughs> oh, man. Body. So the Come. Green Knight fought Adam Give here. Me. Yes, that is... Uh... <laughs> it looks so bad. <laughs> Believe it or not, in the new movie, it looks so much better. In fact, I would argue the visuals are by far the greatest strength of this new version. It is beautiful <laughs> to look at. Uh, it's not green. It's not. It, I, I guess it's not as beautiful as Sean Connery in green makeup, uh, exposing his I mean, little pudgy. You know, not not fat, but a little, little pudgy midsection. You know, not not quite as beautiful as that, but you know, it's up there. <laughs> oh. Oh. But uh, yes, at the end of the day, it's it's a morality tale, and it's it's kind of great. I would argue, like end of the second act does get to drag a little bit, but. At the end of the day, like, the visuals of this are so goddamn gorgeous. Uh, it's absolutely worth watching. I kind of love this movie. I'd probably say it's the first great movie of uh, this year that I've seen. Grand, I've only been seeing movies for about a month now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? August? Yeah, that sounds about right. See about, like, five movies by August. Yeah, that's normal, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yes, uh, this is a great movie. Absolutely worth checking out. 
Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, shall we go ahead and appreciate some great trash now? The, the, <laughs> oh, the yes. polar opposite of the Green Knight. Just, yeah. oh my yes. god. Uh, so, let me get... Oh. A lot of lore is usually beyond a lot of great films in Hollywood over time. Mm-hmm. There, there's mystery and, and intrigue and yeah, great selection. <laughs> um, this one started off at the tale of two friends who met at an acting class and uh, couldn't catch a break as actors, so they decided they could do it themselves. Sure. One of them wrote a stage play, and it started off as a stage play, which the name ca- ta- called The Room because all of the events would take place within one room. Sure, Obviously, sure. with production, things change. <laughs> That always doesn't happen. But it started off, and then he gave it a, fi- a page treatment, which I believe was about 500 pages into his screenplay. That's right. There was something like that. <laughs> yeah. It was something crazy that he had written over the summer. This man, of course, is Tommy Wiseau. Ooh. The man of intrigue and, and interest and so much question. It's hard to even crack where to begin. The man, Some say the he man, is the uh, illegitimate son of D.B. Cooper. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> well, he, he raised the money somehow. He claimed from selling uh, jeans in a clothes ho- wholesale store in Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, we can get to a little something semi-related later. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> but yes, this movie. Um, <clears throat> it's a tale of uh, lies, truth, deception, romance, intrigue. A uh, story about life, pretty much. Uh, it's a common melodrama. Um, it's a tale of a guy named Johnny. <laughs> Not Tommy, but Johnny. Uh, Johnny, who is a very successful banker, and uh, his uh, fiance Lisa. Now, they live a very happy life, and they seem to be very in love, but Lisa is unfaithful to Johnny, and she cheats on him with Johnny's best friend, Mark. <laughs> So that sets like the stage. Um, <laughs> it's just like real life. You know, do you understand life? <laughs> this movie, um, along with its many quotable scenes and uh, very memorable moments, uh, <sighs> there's just so much to. I don't even know where to begin to describe this film. Mm. Um, oh, God. It's, it's kind of. The, it's been dubbed as the Citizen Kane of bad movies. There's, like, a lot of things, a lot of subplots that get abandoned, like uh, Lisa's mother's uh, cancer, mm. Mike's underwear, yeah. Denny's drug debt. Yeah. You're right. A lot of stuff. But it, it, the main plot is about the love tri- the bizarre love triangle <laughs> that's going on. I believe, and, uh, I believe it and, might be the only plot that's actually followed through with to any degree. <laughs> uh, there is no... Well, there is a one, and it was a briefly introduced and then resolved immediately so i don't know if we can qualify that as a subplot Ooh, what are you talking about uh the flower shop scene oh okay sure <laughs> oh hi johnny i didn't know it was you who else yeah. in san francisco looks like that <laughs> oh my who god who else could it be I mean, Brad Pitt and uh, Tom Cruise aren't living in San Francisco anymore. <laughs> Last I know, they were leaving in their Corvette away from San Francisco. 
But yes, this movie, um, I am a big fan of this. This movie was introduced to me by one of my best friends. Um, I, I have seen it so many times, I just had to own my own key. Yes. <laughs> oh, d- does yours have the, uh, does yours have a commentary on it? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I... Behind the scenes interview trailers. It doesn't say. Does yours? Yep. Nope. I have a still photo gallery. Behind the scenes interview with Tommy. Deleted scene. Scene selection and trailers. Oh, so no commentary on yours either, or? No. Shit. That's too bad. God. It tells me he probably no. didn't record one. God, I'd love that though. God, <laughs> it would be so great. <laughs> now the actor who played uh, Johnny, uh, Tommy Wiseau. Uh, his best friend in the movie, the guy who played Mark, who uh, his character is cheating on, and gosh, I feel like we need to have cliff notes for this. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he wrote a book about it. Yes. <laughs> Very good book. <laughs> Which was also made into a movie starring the uh, Franco brothers with uh, Dave playing uh, Greg Sestero and James uh, chewing scenery the entire time. Oh yeah. But that could also be said the same for Tommy in the movie. Oh my God! Well, here I put actually I, I put together a little clip for the movie here okay. as well. So uh, give me just a second. I'll cue that up. Should go faster this time. I really hope it's the beta breaker scene. It's a selection. And <laughs> why why don't I see it? <laughs> oh, I miss having a mouse. Okay. Mm. Huh. And I might quote Rift Tracks. There we go. Hi, babe. Denny, ah. do you have something else to do? No, that's I Denny. Just like to watch yeah. you guys. He likes to he watch. He likes to watch. <laughs> oh, that's hot. This right is what there. he likes to watch. That that, that, that belly button. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's right. 10 hours of the movie right there. <laughs> well, there it is, yeah, yeah the flower trees? shop scene. Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Hi, Johnny. Here oh, you go. Who I didn't know it was you. Who else? How much is it? It'll be $18. Keep, go. Keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite customer. Thanks a lot. Hi, doggy. Bye. <laughs> Why would you say you're my favorite I'm customer tired. while you have other guests I'm in the wasted. store? Yeah. I love you, darling. I oh, yes. This is the, the that was the scotch guest scene. I definitely have breast cancer. <laughs> Look, don't worry it's about fine. it. It's fine. No one cares. <laughs> Tell me everything. You have no idea what kind of trouble you're in here, do you? I owe him some money. What kind of money? European Franks. What <laughs> kind of money? Everything is okay. He's gone. This, uh, that, everything that's is actually not my okay. favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> right here. Man. Calm down. He's going to jail. Oh, Maybe what kind of money? Just tell me. Did not hit her. It's like not true. Ever. It's bullshit. I did not yeah. hit her. I did like, not. It's, just, it's the whole you're not my fucking mother part. People are very strange these days. And she just... I used to know a girl. She had a dozen guys. <laughs> yeah. One of them found out about it, beat her up so bad, she ended up in a hospital oh. on Carrero Street. <laughs> what a story, Mark. <laughs> You're That's lying. Funny. I nearly <laughs> hit you. You are tearing me apart, oh. Lisa. You guys want to play some football? In Texas? Oh, the chickens. Oh, yeah. Come on, Mark. Let's, let's go. go. We get, we're in Texas. Let's play football. Johnny? <laughs> Ask Peter. What's wrong? I mean, they had to get a great deal on him. They had to him. Oh, pretty good. We got a new client at the bank. We'll make a lot of money. 
What client? I cannot tell you. It's confidential. Oh, come on. Why not? No, I can't. Anyway, how is your sex life? You don't understand anything, man. Because that's Leave appropriate your conversation. Your stupid comments in your pocket. <laughs> don't worry about it, man. Right. Don't touch me, motherfucker. <laughs> Get out. This, this is a close second. The half-assed <laughs> Now, I'm not gonna lie. Was I the only one who was disappointed that the gun didn't fall back in the case? Oh, that would've been great. Well, I, I love how, like, <laughs> he picks up the case, the case is open, he closes it, and then reopens it. I love it. <laughs> it's <laughs> magically <laughs> opened. Well, it's big Hollywood movie. Oh, yes, it's big Hollywood See? movie. <laughs> they built a set like the alley, just like the alley that's directly outside of the yeah. set. Because it's big Hollywood movie. It's for real. Now... From the sense of, like, filmmaking, there is something very cool that they did. I think it's very cool. And they, uh, cameras on, uh, subjects the whole time. I believe one was, like, 38 millimeter and the other was a digital camera. Yes, yes. Camcorder. Yeah, so that aspect I find very cool and very fascinating. Yes. And throughout all the deleted scenes, you could actually see the quality and resolution difference between the two mm -hmm. but for me that's just something that i think well that's that's cool i dig yeah. that i dig yeah that. well i i thought it was like interesting hey let's shoot with both these cameras at the same time okay that's interesting very but interesting you don't have the remotest idea what you're doing do you you're just doing it <laughs> no I, he, he, he didn't really utilize no. it that much but the thought alone is just, okay, you're, you're kind of on the verge of greatness yeah. there. It's like, no one's ever done it before, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay, I, I can follow you there, cool. but you got to have an idea behind it. <laughs> you got to have a follow-through, my yeah, man. you got to know what you're doing. <laughs> now, a fun side note. Now, I did see this. I don't know if you've seen uh, the follow-ups or the uh, duos follow Not necessarily follow-up, but their second collaboration together. Well, I, Best Friends. Yeah, okay, I was about ready to say that. I have not seen anything they've done together since this, except except that weird Batman video. <laughs> um, he made a good Joker. Nah. <laughs> I personally... I think he'd be a little bit better of um, uh, a Morbius. Who knows? <laughs> I well, I just don't think Jared fucking Leto deserves the role. Oh, Jared Leto, that's a whole different topic. But <laughs> yeah, we we oh good. At least you feel the same. Yeah. <laughs> but. Oh, I mean, I say like, well, I say Morbius because uh, off of the well with getting disney plus when it launched um they've had a lot of the old uh, fox animated and marvel s series that was on so they have uh the x-men yes. spider-man all those mm -hmm. and i've been re-watching a lot of the old spider-man ones and forgetting just how great of a series that mm -hmm. was and i could really see how they modeled it off of uh the batman that was out yeah. at the time but the character of morbius the first time i was re-watching it as an adult I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm watching a clip of him and I go, this guy sounds a lot like Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't seen him in a while. I haven't even thought about that. First thought. <laughs> First thought. I was like, oh, it's Johnny. Mm -hmm. Oh, hello. 
I think it just would have been better if the student, I can't remember if the female interest, uh, the love interest in that episode was Lisa. If it was, that's just too perfect. Well, one thing I've always thought about the room, and Tommy in particular, like, he is by far, in my opinion, the worst actor here. But, like... Oh! Yeah! (laughs) But, like, when when you talk, like, you hear actors talk about the it quality like you know something special that draws you to something like Arnold Schwarzenegger had it not the greatest actor ever but he had that quality and here's the deal well yeah Tommy Wiseau has that quality but he is such a bad actor it is amazing how bad he is (laughs) like if he had a little bit of talent he could probably make it work but (laughs) no I I I do agree if (laughs) If he had the iota yeah. of it, he he could be great. He could legit be winning Oscars. <laughs> it, it, I, I don't know, but yeah, it's well, 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 well maybe I'm may, maybe <laughs> not quite Oscars. I'll but, just be fair and just say People's Choice. Yeah, I, <laughs> he has but it. Is, well, <laughs> he does, and I'm happy you brought that up because. Their other uh, project that they did together, uh, the uh, their movie Best Friends, yeah. where uh, Greg is kind of like a drifter, sort, and he flies his way to town, and he meets this weird guy who takes old machines and sells them as scrap, Tommy. But weirdness and crime, and not to give too much of it away, because it, I haven't seen it since it came out, so I'm a little hazy yeah. on it. But in that performance, too, both like Tommy was astronomically better than how he was in the room. Greg as well. They're both great actors, and they both work very well off of each mm-hmm. other, and it's a great compliment. And actually, in the photograph that we have up now is a good example of that scene. Because mm-hmm. I've no- uh, you notice throughout this movie, there's a lot of scenes where Tommy is in with another actor, and it doesn't really seem like it's that fluid, mm-hmm. like a, that natural of a conversation. Like, you could tell there was a lot of cuts, a lot of edits... Not so much with the scenes with him and Greg, I've noticed. Those actually do seem to be fluid, and that's where those moving camera angles come from and everything. Like the rooftop scene, for example. Even though that was a green screen. (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. Which is funny, I've never noticed it out of the... God, 20 or so times I've seen this movie. That how bad the... uh, (laughs) The green uh, rendering is. I just really oh, see it in this photo in particular. It's really bad. Well, there's that one photo. Just how bad was. that rendering is on that roof right right behind them. There we go. Let's clear out this other one. But yeah, that's... Yeah. Oh my... Yeah. That one too. That's one where you can clearly see... Just, <laughs> oh, it's so fake. <laughs> that is just so... It's not even a mat. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's big the Hollywood top, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it seems familiar, didn't he? Well, I mean, pay to keep it in theaters just so it could get Oscar contention. <laughs> yeah, he did, and he also put out a. He paid for a sign on Hollywood Boulevard for it for like eight or six months prior to the release of the oh, film. Oh dear. I mean, he he had the money, and. I know that's where the D.B. Cooper rumor came into mm-hmm. play. <laughs> well, yeah, there's so many rumors around him. Like, uh... Like, nobody knows where he's yeah, from. Yeah, that, that thick Nor- New Orleans accent of his. That's, a uh, That's a hell of an accent yeah, to yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I, I've never been to Louisiana personally. <laughs> I have, however, been in regions of the South to where the dialect is very thick and strong, <laughs> like just like the heat in that region. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've had conversations with people from Florida and even in the Carolinas that I've even had to ask them a few times ago, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. say that one more time. And, you know, usually it's like, yeah, but that, no, there's so much. It's it's not. that There's so much European yeah. on that accent. I was about to say, it's not that it's, an East European accent, though. <laughs> no, it's, I want to say Transylvanian. <laughs> that would explain me, me. so much if he was a vampire. Except his well, age. I mean, that would explain the wealth. That would explain the wealth. Well. <laughs> what? If, he, if vampires, in fact, do drink blood to retain youthful, that would explain a bit. <laughs> uh, now, he was 28 when he some of the fun with right? <laughs> yes, yes. And this was in the, uh, yes, and this was all in the early 2000s, yes. late 90s, when all this was being written. As you could tell by Tommy's uh, zip-off uh, car- cargo khakis. Ooh. Do we have one of that? Yes, that is the photo. I, I, I believe that is the one that I found with the zip-off jacket. Let's see. We definitely have... I remember that style. I can't see it there. Uh, no, that's just the did not. Yes. Mm. What was that, like 127 takes? Uh, I think it might have only been like 87 or something like that. but <laughs> It was something ridiculous. Someone godly. No, no, I remember the question being asked. Uh, he did write this, right? He didn't. Yeah, he did write this. <laughs> yep, the scotch kiss scene. Yeah. That's the scene where uh, his wife Lisa gets him drunk with uh, vodka mm-hmm. and scotch. It's scotch. Oh, I'm not finding the photo. But one thing that's oh. always interesting is if whenever you see Tommy, he almost always wears at least two belts. And the closest thing we have an explanation yeah. about that is that it makes his but look good okay <laughs> I, I don't understand that at all <laughs> well I know Tommy had another venture into uh, production of a sense of his own series and it was a very short lived series on Hulu it had a, I want to say one season it was called Neighbors and I don't know how he did it, but somehow Tommy Wiseau was able to find actors that are at least below his caliber Ooh. or subpar his caliber. Ooh. Or caliber, sorry. Yeah, it's... Um, I struggled with five episodes. Oof. Struggled. And I'm talking maybe three days worth to get through one. Ugh. Well... <laughs> It was rough. You can see it, in the room, really nobody's a particularly great actor in the room, except for Chris R. Except Claudette. Except Claudette. <laughs> Chris R, I thought, was Lisa's really mother. <laughs> oh, I mean, I think Lisa's mom buried the lead with the cancer Well, thing. you're not wrong there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... but yes, Chris R also gave a very great performance. But for the most part, like, I do get the sense they're trying to a degree in parts and then you do get the sense as it goes on that lots of them are just like okay I'm just gonna spit out the lines <laughs> like uh, Peter 2 or uh, Steven yeah yeah uh, Peter 2 
he uh, he he does this really great thing when he's re- given his lines where he'll here, let me make sure I'm fully in frame from mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, it's like I agree. <laughs> what? Well, I, d- I understand this is it's like an acting thing, but yeah. <laughs> well, if if you've never seen the room, uh, you essentially have this character Peter, who's in the first. Who's really in a third of it. He's not in the beginning, but then in Act 2, he's fairly prominent. And then... Yeah. In Act 3, you have Steven, (laughs) who is essentially (laughs) the same character, but they didn't have the same actor, so he has a different name, but that's it, and he's there, and he's just doing what Peter would do, and it's... Yeah. So bad. (laughs) It's... I don't even understand the logic behind it. It's like, dude, get the shots you need with the actor when you have him. That's how you do movies. <laughs> well, I believe it was something like a payment dispute. Okay, I, I just remember it being a thing where, like, it was running over and he had to do a separate movie. and huh. or He had to sure. do a de- separate role, and let's face it, I don't think anybody's heart was really in this one at this point. And, oh, maybe Tommy's. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, for me, like if it if I was in Tommy's shoes, which gotta be interesting, <laughs> but if I was in his <laughs> shoes, like it'd be like, okay, what scenes do we need from you? We're gonna get those shots tomorrow, and then uh, and then we'll worry about the rest. You know, that way that way we have consistency through the movie with the characters. Obviously, Tommy didn't give a shit about that, so we just have Steven out of nowhere. To... Yeah. Well, oh god, there's just <laughs> <laughs> this movie is just it's it's one of those things that the more you watch it, it's the more you get out of it, and the more you'll appreciate you that. <laughs> now, there is, yeah. Now, I mean this this has such a weird fandom and following behind mm-hmm. it that. At screenings, much like Rocky Horror, there's audience participation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People will throw uh, plastic spoons at the screen because uh, in a few shots in particular, you'll see in their apartment that they have a framed picture of a spoon for Because <laughs> it's beautiful. What are you talking about? Well, it's That's art. my favorite spoon. <laughs> Let's frame it. <laughs> it's art. Oh. There's a Mystery Science Theater watch group I'm a member of, Ooh. and... Uh, for a few weeks ago, we had, or actually a couple of months ago, we had watched The Room. And since then, I actually noticed that the last time I had joined, I was able to join for them, my profile picture is still a spoon. Nice. <laughs> for that watch group. So, yes. <laughs> so, something I, this one, yeah. I definitely want to discuss oh. is the copy I got of The Room. I don't know if yours came with this, but I got this, oh. like, fashion shot of Tommy. I should have scanned this. But yeah, we'll get it on the video. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, like he, he he looks shirtless and everything. It is so weird. It is. I've seen that. Yeah, I have seen that photo. Both of his eyes are wide yeah. open. And then the back, in order to get some Tommy Wiseau brand underwear. Who doesn't want Tommy yes. Wiseau brand underwear? Mine, uh, mine did come with that. However, I don't have it with my copy, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, it does have a synopsis of it within the uh, the jacket of the DVD. Uh, but it's also <laughs> worth noting when I was buying this, I had to get like two days shipping, so I had to get it fairly quickly. 
Um, I had multiple buying options. I can uh, get this on Amazon, which unfortunately I did. I hate getting stuff off Amazon because Jeff Bezos is evil, but it is entirely too convenient. It's frustrating. Yeah. Separate topic. Anyways, the other options were to buy it off Tommy's website. $28 to get just this. Or for 20 bucks, like $8 cheaper, I can get this and a pair of Tommy's underwear. Just like, okay. <laughs> now, I know for a short while they had a package deal where you can get like the, the Blu-ray, the underwear, and a Tommy bobblehead. Oh, I might have gone for the bobblehead. <laughs> the bobbleheads were a limited run. Uh, it was him in a tux in the shades holding a football. Oh, of course. And I think the other one was of him uh, with like the leather vest, uh, the dress shirt, the jeans. The and him just the current Tommy. <laughs> yeah, the football thing is something they go back to uh, a lot throughout the movie. Um, now, I I, I didn't yeah. act, I didn't read the book. I listened to the book at work because it's super convenient for me to do that. I'm not technically supposed to, but fuck it, they don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but uh, so I listened to it, and like it talks about how like he and uh, Greg Sestero, who wrote the Disaster Artist. They would go out and play football, and like just randomly in the movie, he would just incorporate these elements into it. It's like okay, <laughs> but it, it's weird. Yeah. Well, I've also heard him say that it the story is also partially autobiographical. Mm -hmm. What the room? So yeah. yeah. So maybe the component of Lisa and Mark. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a slight reflection on him and Greg. Yeah. I don't know who's Lisa yeah. there, and God, what did she do I'm to him? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it sounds messed up. Either he is blowing things way out of proportion, or she did some fucked up shit. Or, she... or you know, she's just just not right. She's like the type of woman that guys have made a living off of uh, country music. Yeah, man. she 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 could have had a career there. <laughs> Yeah, he could have. He needs to get himself a pickup truck. <laughs> the Psalms choices would have been interesting. Oh, I imagine Tommy would have been more of the... <laughs> I mean, I don't think he really would have been more of, like, you know, the truck in, uh, you know, Denim. I think he would have been full rhymestone. He <laughs> Full rhymestone. Ah. <laughs> but yes, The Room, if you have not seen it, it strongly recommend you it see is this one. About, it is the classic bad movie, I want to say, at this point. I can't... It really is. Like, before this, there were maybe, like, Roadhouse and Plan 9, but it's really... When this one really hit the internet scene, this really became, like, yeah. the bad movie. And something that's interesting yeah. is how, <laughs> like... It's, when I look at, like, classic bad movies... This is the only one I can think of that's a drama. Because usually dramas are just fucking boring when they're bad. Yeah, typically these bad movies are like horror. Yeah, horror, or science fiction. action. Or, yeah, yes, action. Yeah, Roadhouse. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> Pain don't hurt. <laughs> it's probably my least favorite Patrick Swayze movie. <laughs> it's, it's probably... The worst Patrick Swayze movie I can think of, and probably the one I enjoy the most at the same time. It is. 
well, well, it, it's it's not my favorite Swayze movie. I still enjoy it, mm. but the one that I the, but the one that's my favorite and I enjoy the most is Easy, and it's Red Dawn. Ah, I actually don't like that one. Uh, we're going into side side quest. We'll have to discuss Roadhouse at some point. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Uh, and how un-American you are, gosh. Uh, let's see. Do you have anything to add to the room? Uh, I th- oh, um, <laughs> I think uh, anything I've added is uh, there's already a lot that's been said. Um, no, not really. Just, again, this is a great movie. Uh, if you have a chance to go to a screening, I recommend oh, that. I'd love to go. If to you have a chance just to watch it with friends, do that. If you have a chance to expose somebody who has never heard of it but loves bad movies, definitely do that. Well, it, that's the best. One part. thing I always want to stress: if you've never dove into bad movies, make it a drink or not even make it a drinking. Get a whole bunch of friends together, maybe come up with a drinking game. Now you need to be careful. Like the obvious drinking game would be like every time Tommy says, "Oh hi, take a drink." But you'll die of alcohol poisoning if you do something like that. Yeah, so, you will <laughs> die of uh, alcoholism. Oh, hi. Um, <laughs> And uh, every time Tommy laughs, you could take a drink if you want to die of psoriasis, because <laughs> you will. Oh, but yes, there's a lot of fun that could be had. Just, and you just a, get friends together and watch There's also, <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely one that you want to get your friends together and share with your friends, because <laughs> sharing is caring in this instance. Yes. You have to experience this. And, you know, if they if they have anything to say about it, you could just look at them and tell them to uh, keep their stupid comments in their pocket. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> now, and with that, we're going to segue into the next segment. Well, yeah. Well, before, I'm going I'm to jump into that one oh. real fast here because I oh, remember okay. in the book, oh, Greg yeah. Sestero talking about how he had a hell of a time actually getting that line out. So wanted to change it. And, of course, Tommy's like, no, that's how Americans talk. <laughs> It's like, uh... It, it's my favorite sure. quote of the whole movie. <laughs> Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. Leave your Leave stupid your... comments in your pocket. Because that's, that's a thing real Americans say. I mean, I say well, it. Well, now I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I do. Uh, so, yes. Uh, but I do have a soapbox this episode as well. <sighs> so, uh... One thing I wanted to go back to was COVID because last week I talked about COVID. So let's let's go ahead and maintain that theme going on. Uh, there's been lots of talk of mask mandates. It looks like I might have to wear a mask in, at work sometime soon, maybe after my vacation. Not looking really? forward to it at all. Really? Yes. Uh, but, okay, computer's doing weird stuff now. Uh, <laughs> okay, but... Uh, just kind of to uh, go over kind of what's going on. CDC is recommending masks in schools, which makes sense because if you're under uh, 12, you can't get vaccinated yet. I get that. And then uh, the issue yeah. now is also the Delta variant. The vaccines are still super effective against it, but they're less effective than the regular variant. So when people get the Delta and they're vaccinated, it could happen with anyone, but it's most likely with Delta. When they get the Delta... They what will happen is they won't really get symptoms. They'll just have it and spread it essentially. So that's the issue. Now, if everybody's vaccinated, it doesn't really matter because number one, the odds of you getting it are significantly reduced. And if you do get it, it doesn't matter. Um, but if you're not vaccinated, 
then you, you know, you're exposed to somebody who's vaccinated who has it and doesn't know it, then you get sick and you're in trouble. So the mask mandates are coming back pretty much exclusively a combination between Delta and people not getting vaccinated, which is why I want to again encourage people to get vaccinated if you can get vaccinated because there are plenty of people out there who can't get vaccinated, who don't have the choice and they can't get vaccinated. And like, if you say, oh, well, I'm just putting myself in danger. To a degree, that's true. You are putting yourself in danger, but it's not just you. You also, if you happen to be exposed to somebody who can't get the vaccine, then you're putting them in danger too. And that's super shitty. <laughs> and the thing yeah. with these mask mandates like, is I don't yeah. want to go backwards. I don't want to go back to wearing a mask. It's shitty. I've already put up with doing this uh, uh, vaccine. I felt like shit the day after my vaccine. Not as bad as COVID made me feel, though. I want to stress that. Uh, if it was between getting COVID again and taking the vaccine again, I will take the fucking vaccine again, even though it sucked. Uh, but yes. Uh, not as much to say. Just want, kind of want to explain exactly what's going on with masks right now and COVID and explain, hey, uh, there's Steven there. But hey, uh, guys, <laughs> just get a vaccine. I swear to God, just get one. It's not a big deal. Uh, yes, yeah, Stephen yes. wants you to get a vaccine. Wait, is that too. Stephen or Peter too? I don't know which one. <laughs> that was people. Oh they're God. the same person. It's kind of like you know, yeah. No, but yeah, you, you're right for real. Like I, it, to me, it's the, the numbers of people who who are willingly yeah. not getting it yeah. is shocking to me. And I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah. I was hoping to hit herd immunity <laughs> with it and it's, it's, we're not there. It's like 40% left that need. Well, we don't know how much we need for herd immunity, but, uh, what 40% have gotten it yet. And it's like, God, I was hoping to at least get to 10 more percent than that. But Jesus, people get the vaccine. Yeah, I was at least, I, w- I would have been, yeah, I would have at least been happy if our numbers, if our uh, vaccination numbers plateaued mm-hmm. at 47%. Well, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. We didn't even get that. I mean, it's it's like, kind of sad. We're we're doing a hell of a lot better than we were. But it's come on, people. <laughs> well, I know here in Franklin County, there our num they've been pretty much consistent mm-hmm. for a while now. Nothing really new. I know that uh, the majority of testing and vaccinations have been going on at the uh, Ohio Fairgrounds as well as uh, Franklin County Public Health and various other health locations all throughout the campus and downtown area and various ones. Actually, the same place where mm-hmm. I would go vote or do early voting is was also yeah. a vaccination well, that's center. That's good. Well, I yeah, yeah. No, no. That's that that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah, like, you know, you, you could get early voting yeah. done and get a fucking prick. That's... <laughs> and uh, the thing with the vaccine right now is that you can get it anywhere. Like, go to your local grocery store. You're, you're going to get groceries. Go to a grocery store yeah. and say, hey, I want the COVID vaccine. They'll get you right there. And they still don't charge no, don't. for it as far and, as I know. Like, if you don't want to, like, worry about scheduling it, just yeah. go there, get yourself a Johnson & Johnson, and you're done. <laughs> Your arm yeah. might be sore for a little bit, and you're good. <laughs> Your arm's going to... Yeah, like when I got mine, my arm was sore for about mm-hmm. two weeks after. And every so often, occasionally a little mm-hmm. sore, but nothing like it was the day after. I mean, I did feel yeah. like absolute butthole the day of. Well, 
like I felt awful. Like I felt like and, I had and a one thing wall. that has been brought to my attention that I do want to stress because somebody pointed this out to me. Somebody told me that there have been countless deaths from the Johnson Johnson vaccine. Um, there have been three. Uh, it means that your chance of dying from the Johnson and Johnson vaccines probably somewhere not even as severe as one in a million. Um, yeah. And that, your chance of dying of COVID are like one in 20. So like, Johnson and Johnson's pretty fucking safe, especially in comparison to COVID. So if you just want to do it, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I believe last week we were talking about the tests and when all those tests that, like, uh, the different farm, like, believe uh, we talked about the when Pfizer was running their clinical trials and when Johnson yeah. Johnson was running their clinical trials, how Pfizer's was doing it, like, when all mm-hmm. this shit started, and Johnson and Jar- Johnson started running their trials once yes. the shit's already hit the so fan. So the numbers don't look as good. But at the end of the day, yeah. Johnson Johnson's almost yeah. virtually identical with preventing serious illness and death, and those are the big ones you want to you want mm-hmm. to, you want to do. You want it to be like, hey, if COVID comes around and it hits me, I'm not really affected by it. That's the state you want to be in. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and besides, Johnson Johnson is like one of it's. They've been in the business of healthcare. Gosh, mm-hmm. how long? I have longer than my life, that's for sure. <laughs> of course, most of these companies are like that. Yeah, yeah longer than my life. Well, not Pfizer. I'm pretty sure yeah. not Pfizer. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the, I first knew their name when they created a pill that made you harder than Chinese <laughs> algebra. So, well, let's look into the history. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> All right, but, you know, that's all I wanted to stress for my soapbox. Just, for the love of God, if you're not, va- if you're listening to this and you don't have vaccine, just fucking get one. Go to the grocery store today and just get one. It's Just stop by for 15 minutes. All you gotta do. I'm not asking for much, I swear. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I'm tired. Yeah. I know you're tired of wearing a mask. I don't want to have to go back to where inside of an 80 degree yes. kitchen wearing a mask you know, every it's single okay, fucking day. Uh, when I'm working in like, a cooler wearing a mask. But uh, you know what? Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty much anywhere else, no. <laughs> yeah, like putting, like standing over a stove mm-hmm. or a deep fryer, mm-hmm. uh, a boiler, <laughs> uh, moving fast and putting trucks away. Like, yeah, anything just, where you're just, physically active. No. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, and, I mean, some people will say that, I've, I have I mean, one of the more absurd arguments I've heard of wearing masks or the harm of that come from wearing a mask is uh, the risk of CO2 poisoning. Yeah. And I know I brought it's this up last week. It's the dumbest thing ever, but. <laughs> which is, uh, if you knew mm-hmm. the source, you would be shocked. Well. <laughs> uh, the Without, without pointing direct fingers, but the uh, source came from a firefighter. Oh, shit. Mm. Mm. Not in the county you the, live in, or well, I live in, so... I guess rest assured of that. The masks are so airtight, they're going to keep CO2 in. <laughs> but they're also uh, porous enough that COVID can get in anyway. It does both these things amazingly well, apparently. It's like the perfect size. Every single mask, even though they're all made differently, they all do this, apparently. I, I didn't know. <laughs> well, I mean, except for the like uh, the ones that are like the uh, <laughs> copper fit. 
they just turn you into Darth yeah, Vader. Yeah, I'm just going to go for a completely airtight mask. I think it'll be great. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to buy yeah. Saran wrap. <laughs> yes, wrap my all head. the way around. Guys, oh, I don't oh. want to wear a mask. Get a fucking vaccine for the love of God. <laughs> it, it, yeah, and if you're going to complain about it, then you know yeah, you're weaker dude. than a furry. Again, we're saying yes, stuff we yes, said we last are, week. But God damn it, do it! My God damn it! <laughs> It's not getting better. Do it. <laughs> but uh, <coughs> but you also wanted to bring up some stuff uh, we had in the, the new Ghostbusters trailer, which uh, I thought was excellent. Yes, that that did that dropped. Yeah, that dropped right after we mm-hmm. recorded last week. So uh, yes, um, this movie I've been very excited about. This I am a very big yes. Ghostbusters fan. Um, Obviously, like a lot of people our age, we I grew I know I grew up watching it as well as mm-hmm. watching the cartoon all the time as a kid. And uh, it's not that I I want to say that 2016 Ghostbusters was bad. I just feel that they tr- it didn't go for what it was promised. And I feel that I don't feel that it wasn't funny because of the cast or anything like that. All those actresses are hilarious in their own right. I just think a bad movie is a bad movie. You, you want to hear my hot take? <laughs> oh, I prefer Ghostbusters yeah. 2016 to Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> I mean, fair. I'm not fair. I'm, like, I, and I've seen that video, and yeah, 2016 and has yeah. not aged well at all. And it's not like it was great to begin no. with. It was like I, I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. Mostly for Chris Hemsworth, who was kind of funny. But here's yeah, and and uh, her what's Mark her Kate name? Uh, yeah, she was good Kate too. McKinnon. That's the thing. Like, yeah, it's she stole the movie. Funny, ish. Like, it's not like yeah, it's not like it's yeah. A lot it's of almost like they're throwing this. a lot of shit. The fan very, very little of it has to do with really anything. They're just and, throwing random jokes out there. It's almost. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it feels like it's almost pattern like yeah. like hit, miss, hit, miss, and it just goes that way throughout the entire film. At least that's yeah, I, to me it did. And again, and it's it's I'm not hating it because no, of all the controversy no, it got. We have lots of talent behind it. I almost feel like this would like like with them yeah. riffing and stuff, it might have been better if they remade Caddyshack. Hell. <laughs> something we can't remake as we discussed last week yeah oh, fuck it if they're just gonna riff and they're doing yeah there's a movie where they riff they're yes gonna... if they're gonna do it in that aspect i mean if they're gonna do it and switch the cast like that yeah yes do it to caddyshack that's yeah do it to revenge of the nerds that's a movie where you can riff. ghostbusters isn't really about riffing you can no i and i also i guess this is a minor pet peeve mm-hmm. i had with it if you're gonna get access to the original yes. cast members, yeah, cast I them in don't the roles. know why they didn't do canon thing. I don't know. So that that was just it. It was just a missed decision mm-hmm. and a missed mark. I mean, you already had Ernie Hudson delivering the damn. Well, universe. one thing I definitely want to bring up is it pissed me off when I saw it too. <laughs> They got Bill Murray in there for, like, not a huge role, but it was kind of substantial. He's definitely had a few scenes, and he was a noteworthy character. And then yeah, they he, fucking it, kill him. And it's it's so disrespectful. They, they had, 
They had Dan Aykroyd in there saying, I ain't afraid yes. of no ghosts. It was... I, that, I was already mad yeah. that they killed Bill Murray off. That just pissed me mm-hmm. off beyond belief. And then Sigourney Weaver as the mayor, and I'm yeah. just like, oh, come no, the it, fuck on. Let's no. get the whole cast together, no. but not actually, like, <laughs> do what we could with them. I mean, my God. Oh, did you, oh, did you see the Bleak and You Miss It Annie Potts cameo? Yeah, fuck you, movie. I don't, like, that yes. was in it. Although... I think I might have seen more of Annie Potts in this last Ghostbusters trailer than in that movie, so. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That made me very happy. This movie seems to be doing what you should be doing if you you can't get the whole original cast back. Do something like this. Mm. Yeah. And I've heard rumor that they are going to have a a CGI Harold Ramis appear as a specter. We'll have to see how they pull that off. You could do that. It could work. Um... Everything can be done, obviously, but... It, you could? Yeah. I mean, it looks good, so I'm definitely giving this one a but, chance. Uh, yeah, everything about it looks so far from what they revealed from the trailers. Uh, it it mm-hmm. is Egon's kids, which is... Yes. Or his grandchildren, which that it's keeping it within that same, you know, family or uh, canon. Um. Some weird stuff just happens to happen, so now it makes sense why Egon would have bought a farmhouse yeah. out there <laughs> to keep an to keep an eye on stuff. Uh, now, I uh, in the la- in this last trailer, uh, they did do a reveal at the end of it that Dan Aykroyd is going to be returning as Ray. They see that was the, what the rumor was. I didn't know confidently that was him, but that 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 was implied. I will definitely say that. Well, at the end of the trailer, it showed, like, a phone ringing and, like, a close, like, tight shot on the phone and a hand answering it, and you hear a very familiar face going, hello. I, I need to rewatch it. But, yeah, I, I remember getting like, the impression it was him. And it's like, no, we're close. Sure. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm being I'm being yeah. not 100% sure, even though, yes, it, it's him. <laughs> I'm hedging my bets yeah. unnecessarily. And, I mean, I, I've also... <laughs> I've heard several confirmations about Bill Murray appearing on the set or being mm-hmm. seen on the set and in a jumpsuit. So it, it wouldn't be like, I wouldn't put it past Bill to yeah. show up in a jumpsuit to the set. Yeah, randomly. just like, oh, he, he's here. Fuck it. Let's <laughs> film him real fast. <laughs> you know, he didn't even know oh, he was this, in the movie. Oh, he just what's going on, on here? Set and they were just like, oh, turn the camera. Oh, turn are the you camera. guys making a movie? <laughs> are you guys making a movie? Ed Wood cool. style, baby. <laughs> That is, <laughs> but yes, um, this one does look good. Uh, the uh, that's fair. That two wasn't good. I I remember as a kid, I I I, I somehow enjoyed two mm-hmm. more as a kid, but as I'm an adult, I kind of oh, yeah. like one more because I remember one scared mm-hmm. me more as a kid. Like uh, that se- the first opening scene in the library of the uh, ghost librarian. That scared the bejesus yeah. out of me as a well, kid. <laughs> watching too, there's actually good ideas in two, and then there's really dumb stuff. Like I love, yes. I like the idea of like all the negative energy in the city kind of becoming this pool of shit. Yeah, that's cool. But then we're gonna spray this shit on the Statue of Liberty and make her walk. Ugh, that's a bit fucking cringe, guys. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. a little ham and fist. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Or I guess hand and lantern. And then, uh, they actually but... changed Annie's Potts' look in the second one. 
uh, and they did that solely they kind of so did it a would match with the cartoon better, which is really bad reasoning in my opinion. Yeah. Just do your own thing. Jesus, do your Well, it's it's not the first time a, a popular media form had ever done that to match a like a animated property to match with the like a mm-hmm. a real life property. Uh, good example. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the U's. They made the whole look of the film brighter from 1 to 2 and made their bandanas a little bit more predominant to match, to make them look a little bit more like the cartoons. Now, if you could take a side-by-side shot of the four of them from both, you see that, like, in, in one, their bandanas are a little bit darker in color, like, a little bit not as, like, you know, bright and poppy. But then again, the whole pizza thing, too, was introduced to sell toys and cartoons. Yes, yes. Did you know that? Uh... Yeah, yeah, that was that was made just for kids so that they could sell toys. The real Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles killed people yes, and threw them off dark. buildings. I actually have one of the original graphic novels, which was... I love. It's essentially, uh, it's yes, Christmas and, time. And... All the turtles in April are getting ready for Christmas, except for Leonardo, who was out practicing. He gets attacked by the Foot Clan and gets almost beaten to Naturally. death. Uh, the, this comic book was actually semi-remade in the first movie, except they replaced uh, Leonardo with Raphael. Yeah. And so it's Raphael that's beaten up. It's quite, quite as dark in the movie, but God, I kind of love that first Ninja Turtles movie. It was, in a lot of ways, all the best of all the aspects of the previous Turtle entries. It's like, here's yeah. the darkness of the comic book, yeah. but we're going to throw in the personalities and some of the fun of the, the cartoon. It was perfect <laughs> but we're definitely giving you that gothic yes. dark look oh yes of the comics now i i, I kind of would still love to see uh, them being told with within the marvel universe since they were originally originally to be in the daredevil yes. world well there are rumors um the uh, netflix series they're gonna try to work them into multiverse um i think i heard heard something about uh charlie cox this is not uh sustained but like charlie cox Kristen ritter and uh vincent d'onofrio in talks to reprise it in proper mcu stuff uh i've heard that uh vince vince is a confirmed okay uh Mm -hmm. daredevil is confirmed uh john bernthal's the other one so is um uh not Iron Fist. He's also he and Luke Cage. Both those mm-hmm. actors are are good. I think Daredevil was also. I mean, confirmed they, too. How I they believe they up, all they, are. They can at least like bring I them be- in and just say Netflix was uh, multiverse, which I have mixed feelings about. But yeah. well, I know that they're going to introduce Daredevil, or at least I've heard rumor that he's going to be introduced yes, in this I've new Spider Man movie. Too. And he is going to be introduced as legit. He's going to see all this and be, huh, that, sounds like Pete needs a lawyer. Yeah, well. And he's just going to represent awesome, Peter but Parker. I've also heard the rumor that every actor ever will be reprising their role in the next Spider-Man movie. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of rumors with that one. <laughs> God. So, would Bruce be the ring announcer? Or the maitre d'? Or all the snooty usher? Or would he actually just movie, be we're Mysterio, gonna actually like, have, the, like he was originally supposed to? We're actually going to have a scene to. with Eric Bana, Edward Norton, 
and uh, Mark Ruffalo all playing Bruce Banner talking to each other. Because why the fuck not at this point? <laughs> Let's just do it. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we we could just have CGI uh, Professor Hawk standing next Ooh, to Bruce Banner. Yes, yes. Let's get Bill Bixby in there. Oh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I have a funny story about Lou Ferrigno. Yes. <laughs> uh, years years ago, uh, a friend of mine, uh, we went to a Comic-Con uh, here in Columbus. And Lou was one of the people at the booth that where we could go up, you know, pay to get an autograph or a photograph or whatever. He had like a super long line. And, you know, as we're getting up there, we're kind of noticing that he has a cart. It's like, wow, we can't even stand up there and talk to him. He's he's going to charge us 20 bucks just to talk to him. Jeez. Like, he had prices for everything. Like, literally, like, we we kind of got rushed out of the way. And we went over to the next booth, which was uh, Michael Berryman. Uh, Michael Berryman, uh, he, he's a character actor, uh, plays mm-hmm. kind of bit parts here and there. Uh, most famously, he is on the movie poster of the original mm-hmm. Hills Have Eyes. He is that mutant mm-hmm. that is on that original. Very kind guy. My buddy and I, we stood there and talked to him for a long time. I was wearing a Bob Dylan t-shirt because I had just seen Dylan when he came to town. And he had told me a fun story about how he used to work security yeah. for Bob. <laughs> and like, I was like, yeah, I was staying outside of his room and uh, George Harrison and Tom Petty came in with their guitars. And uh, they started uh, playing music together in what would later be mm. the Woolberries oh, wow. album. <laughs> and it's like, um, yeah. that's a cool story. So it was just more of that guy was cool enough to sit and talk to us while and tell us like, yeah, Lou's kind of a, Lou's kind of a, he likes to get as much yeah. money out of these as he can. <laughs> so if yeah. you see Lou at a con, uh, yeah. bring your wallet. Well, I think with that, it's <laughs> time to wrap up. Uh, anything you want to add yes. at the last minute here? <clears throat> oh, yes. Uh, Bobby, uh, look up no. Bobby Quarters on Facebook. Yes. And on uh, YouTube. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, YouTube channel is going to be having some more true crime videos mm-hmm. uploaded uh, later. Uh, the whole library of the true crime is already up on the Facebook page. Uh, I am uh, slowly writing a new s- season two with this. Uh, writing yeah. true crime can be a little rough and uh, yeah. grisly at times. All right. So you kind of need. I kind of need yeah, some mental no, breaks. I gotcha. From it. And then, of, of course, if, if you're on this, you yeah. probably know me, Organized Chaos. <laughs> uh, everybody have a good one. I want to go ahead and add some audio credits at the end here. Uh, the theme music you're hearing at the beginning and end of this podcast was uh, written and performed by George Johnson, a very good friend of mine. And my current Patreons are uh, Fel Martins, David Lara, and Lindsay Painkhurst. If you'd like to become a patron, go ahead and follow the link down below. Anything you can provide would be incredibly helpful to this channel. We're barely limping by right now. Uh, I'd love to make this my full-time job, but I'm miles away from that right now. So any help you could provide, just a dollar a month would be amazing. You know you want to. All your friends are doing it.